guys. We turned out okay. The Modern Parent's Guide to Old School Parenting. I want to hang upside down from the swing set. Welcome to We Turned Out Okay with host Karen Locke Cole. I want to climb to the top of that tree. And now, here's your host, Karen Locke Cole. Hello, and welcome to episode 88 of We Turned Out Okay. It's our summer camp edition right now, so all of our episodes are in this summertime format where on Tuesdays we're looking at good, fun, amusing, educational, awesome activities to do with our kids. And on Thursdays we are going on podcast field trips. So this is a Tuesday if you're listening to it in real time. And that means that it's a summer camp activity of something fun to do with kids. And I, you know, I'm making these two. It's not just fun. I mean, that's a huge, huge part of it, right? But like, we, we do things for fun. But it's great when the fun can also be, I don't know, kind of balanced by, um, by educational, I guess, really. I mean, I know that um, that's a term that we're all really tired of, <laughs> kind of fun and educational, but I'm using it here because uh, some things are both, and this happens to be one of them. I guess I would probably argue that like almost any activity that a kid will do outside of, you know, I was just going to say outside of video games, but the thing is that like some video games are educational as well. My my 11-year-old was just chiding me yesterday. He was like, do you remember when you were afraid of Minecraft and you thought that Minecraft was going to like kill my mind? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I do remember that. So, um, and Minecraft is one of those things that is so stimulating and exciting and fun and educational all at the same time. But it is not our topic today. Today, I'm teaching you how to help your child be Michelangelo. And many of you may know that Michelangelo, uh, his name, his full name, I'm not going to do it really well, but his full name is Michelangelo Bonarotti. And he uh, was a painter and a sculptor back in during the Renaissance in Italy. And I spent a semester in Florence, Italy, when I was in college. And I learned a lot about Michelangelo being there. And some things have just stayed with me. And and one of them was standing in the Sistine Chapel and looking up at the paintings, you know. Um, It took him years and years and years of lying on his back painting. And he would, they would move the scaffold. This thing is like, I don't know. I don't know how high up they are. They're probably 30 feet in the air. So he, you know, every day, get out of bed, brush his teeth, whatever, you know, have his little cappuccino and uh, head on up the scaffolding and kind of lie down and, and do his painting. And looking at it all these hundreds and hundreds of years later, there's 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 just nothing like it. I mean, you're in a room with like 8,000 other people because it's a pretty touristy spot in the, in the middle of the Vatican City in Rome. But it is breathtaking. It really, really is. Even when I, and when I saw the Sistine ceiling, it was partly covered because they were doing... Um, you know, uh, renovations on it. Uh, and yet it was just, it was just breathtaking. And today we are 
helping our kids get that same uh, that same kind of feeling. And we do it basically by having them lie on their backs and paint something big. And I love this activity any time of year. I've done it indoors, um, in, in preschool and in my own home. Uh, and I, I guess I'm thinking if it's summer and if you can get outside to do it, that might be a better choice. Uh, what you're looking for is the underside of maybe a picnic table or a... Um, you know, a camping table, something like actually a camping table would be awesome because because there's there's the one problem that I've been thinking about is most tables are at a standard height, right? Like the underside of a table is going to be three and a half feet off the ground. And so what we need to do is figure out how to get our two, three, four, five year olds arms to the point where they can reach the their own sustained ceiling, but they're not um right up next to it like they would be if they were lying on a you know if if you put a chair underneath or two chairs say for their little rear ends and their little heads um on a chair that's sitting under a table chances are good that their face is going to be mushed up against the top the underside of the table right so i was thinking um maybe like a sand chair that could be flattened you know how so you can do so that you're now lying facing the sun um, or a couple of stools, footstools that maybe um, your child could lie on. But basically, I, and, I, and as I think about it, a camp table would be awesome because ours is adjustable. So it's just one of those folding tables. I think of it as a camp table, but really it's a white, you know, or um, beige, maybe, I don't know, some kind of table that folds. And so when it unfolds, and then you kind of open up the legs and ours have just to make it more compact the legs have a couple of different settings so you can you can make the legs be uh, really tall or a little thinner you know not thinner a little lower to the ground or even a little bit there's a lowest there's like three settings and you can't see this but of course I'm gesturing with my hands because that's what I do (laughs) so anyway you can you can manage Try and find a table that has a a clear underside, you know, first of all, so that you can put up uh, some sort of paper and we'll get to the paper in a minute and try and find a seating arrangement so that your child can lie under the table and be fairly close to the, um, the, the underside of the table, but not close enough that their sort of nose is pressed into it or whatever. And I I know you can do it. I mean, if you have like a child's activity table or something like that, um, that would be perfect because they can just lie on the, on the floor and then they're, they're pretty well set up for it. Um, or on the, you know, if on the grass, if you bring that outside, there's definitely a way to do this and it's really, really worth doing. It's good fun. Um, for more than one reason. So your next, your next job is to get a, at least a, a poster board sized piece of paper, maybe, or a piece of easel paper. Um, we've used like butcher paper that that kind of rolls up like a scroll, you know, and um, and then we need paints. So watercolor paints work really well. Um, I mean, any kind of tempera paint would work really well. Uh, you know, and whatever paint brushes you've got. Um, I feel like a lot of families like we did kind of develop this uh kind of develop this 
bunch of stuff. You know what I mean? Like people will give watercolor paint sets as a party favor. And then that kind of goes in the in the bin of stuff. And you maybe have some finger paints that actually finger paints would be awesome for this too. Um, that can be used or, uh, you know, tempera paints or, or bingo markers. I don't know if you've ever used those bingo markers, but they are basically it's a marker where you're, you're, uh, it's got paint in it and, and you don't, you don't necessarily write with it like you would write with another marker, but instead you can bang, 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 and you're making these cool dots. And, um, and, and then I think lastly, the last thing to think about is uh, goggles, protective goggles, so that as your child is painting upside down, the paint is not landing in his or her eyes, and some kind of clothes that you don't care about or a protective smock because because gravity, this is one of the things that we learned from this, right? Gravity makes things go towards the ground. So if you're closer to the ground than your paints, um, you might get paint trips on you. And that's kind of half the fun, really. So if you're inside, make sure you spread newspaper out below the table so that uh, we, we be, you know, if you think of it as kind of a, a sandwich of newspaper or grass, you know, something you don't have to worry about, a chair or some stools or you know, if you're, if you're far, if your child is further away from the underside of the table, then your child and the paints, and then the poster board facing downward on the underside of the table, and then the table itself, which you've taped the poster board to or something like that. And now the fun begins. I mean, it's even fun for you to be under there with them. Um, Or invite, you know, friends or something like that. And, and basically, let them paint away, let them paint whatever they want. I mean, I think the older your child is, the more sophisticated the painting will be. Um, but it's just really fun. I would, I would approach this without any kind of model. Um, I mean, you know, you can talk about the Sistine ceiling if you want. You can talk about what it was like for Michelangelo to, to paint it, you know, after years and years or, or you know, during his years and years. And um, But I mean, think about just the kind of fine and gross motor fun things that are happening when you when you're painting in a way that we don't usually we don't usually use our bodies in this way right where we're reaching up towards something I mean there's the development of large muscles in shoulders and arms and back there is um, the silliness of of creating things on the underside of a table there's a lot that goes into this that makes it fun and educational uh, it's always good. I find it's always good anyway to, to put on music <clears throat> if we're inside. And if you're outside, then maybe just enjoying the, the sounds of what's around you. Um, you know, I think one of the neat things about doing things like this with kids where their hands are busy is that it frees them up. It's, it's weird. It's like this weird um, connection which allows when hands are busy to it opens up the other senses somehow and I think it happens for adults too but it's it's you can see it a lot more frequently in kids and it's just neat when it happens so so I would suggest just trying this one day and and seeing what happens um letting it in kind of letting it dry letting whatever the creation is dry and and then uh, putting it up somewhere, you know, maybe if you can put it up on a ceiling, the way that the Sistine ceiling is, that would be pretty cool. Um, if you don't have a ceiling like that available to you, then then walls are great, or just perching it somewhere. Um, the refrigerator is good if you if you had only a small 
painting. And you may find that your child wants to go back to this again and again, because it's a fun way to, it's just very different. It's turning things up on its upside down on their heads and, and just doing something completely different. So, you know, I, I really, I just hope that works for you. I hope you uh, try it and you like it. And I think that's about all we have time for today. So I think I'm going to leave it there. I'm just going to say thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you do this, if you, if you, you know, kind of go crazy and do a Sistine ceiling with your, with your child, please let me know, um, you know, send me a picture. I, you can find me on Twitter at Stone Age Techie. You can find me on Instagram at We Turned Out Okay. You can go to weturnedoutokay.com slash contact and just attach a picture. I'd love to see, um, I'd love to see what your kids are coming up with because I can tell you that it's going to be, it's going to be great. I mean, I, I think it would be awesome. So I hope I get to see it. And again, thanks so very much for listening. I want to say a special thanks to our producer, the man who is so much more creative than he thinks he is. And that is the truth, honey. The 19-time winner of the Husband of the Year Award, Benjamin Culp. And thanks again so much to, to you for listening, and we will see you next time. Thank you for listening to We Turned Out Okay. I want to date to Australia. Find us on the web at weturnedoutok.com, where you'll find show notes and more. What do you call cheese that's not yours? Nacho cheese. And remember, we only go around once. To be the best parents we can be, let's relax and enjoy the ride. I want to pee in the woods. Theater, 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 theater,